These days, transgender has become a charged word associated with arguments over identity, gender, pronouns, sports, puberty blockers, and civil rights. But for many of the approximately 1.3 million transgender Americans today, the word isn't a topic for debate. It's who they are. And the questions and fights over being transgender often feel beside the point. Why are so many non-trans Americans judging and opinioning about trans adults and children rather than just listening to them? Hey there, listener. This is JD, and you're listening to the What's Your Story podcast. Transgender is an umbrella term for persons whose gender identity, gender expression, or behavior does not conform to that typically associated with the sex to which they were assigned at birth. Many of those non-trans Americans feel that since they are choosing not to understand what it means to be transgender, then it must be a mental disorder. And to be clear, a psychological state is considered a mental disorder only if it causes significant distress or disability. Many transgender people do not experience their gender as distressing or disabling, which implies that identifying as transgender does not constitute a mental disorder. For these individuals, the significant problem is finding affordable resources, such as counseling, hormone therapy, medical procedures, and the social support necessary to free, be free to express their gender identity and minimize discrimination. Many other obstacles may lead to distress, including a lack of acceptance within society, direct or indirect ex experiences with discrimination or assault. These experiences may lead many trans people to suffer with anxiety, depression, or related disorders at higher rates than non-transgender persons. And anti-discrimination laws in most U.S. cities and states do not protect transgender people from discrimination based on gender identity or gender expression. And so consequently, transgender people in most cities and states face discrimination in nearly every aspect of their lives. The National Center for Transgender Equality and the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force released a report in 2011 entitled Injustice at Every Turn, which confirmed the pervasive and severe discrimination faced by transgender people. Out of a sample of nearly 6,500 transgender people, the report found that transgender people experience high levels of discrimination in employment, housing, healthcare, education, legal systems, and even in their own families. Our storyteller today is going to guide you through what it means to be transgender in today's society by sharing their story. And it's a story we should all be listening to a bit more carefully. I'm gonna, what I'm going to say to that is um, be prepared is this is nay all <laughs> right <laughs> why did I why did I somewhere in the back of my head know that, that phrase was coming I I'd like I think I probably that's said that in my mind somewhere <laughs> uh -huh. that's wonderful, what I did wonderful. Like, right um, wonderful so I am nay Rose right um, Nero's Asher official, as I like to say, right? Um, because it recently became official, right? Like that is my name, right? Like, um, court stamp and everything. Um, 
and I am a woman of the trans feminine transgender experience right um I like to say I am a woman I am not a female but I am a woman right um a unique configuration although it's not a unique thing there are a gazillion of us on the planet right yeah um and i also like to say that we are not phenomena right like we've been here for time since time immemorial right um you can see you can find examples of us all through nature right plant life and other animals and other mammals other right um what is all that about that i'm saying um and really quickly <laughs> feel free right to say well what do you mean or like explain that further feel free yeah. i'm here for I, and I, I i mean the, in my head i mean you, you might be the first person um definitely the first person i'm here first person i've at least you know had a conversation with and i'm not i'm not an anomaly by any means um I, in my previous life i was a teacher and I was an anomaly just because I was a male teacher. I'm a tattoo teacher. Um, you know, there was those things um, that go along with it, but not not this big defining thing that you know you see in politics and and national news. Um, so I might just ask those questions, and and I thank you and I appreciate you if you're opening up the space for that. Really, because I think anytime I see those those kind of conversations, you know, online or in the news, and you see the hate that goes along with it, or the you know, just the, the, the rhetoric along with it. That's unfortunate with anything that we don't understand. Nobody stops and goes, well, hold on. I might be upset about this because I don't understand it. And so it's beautiful to say that right in the beginning that I wish that somebody would just pause and go, I, I don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then mm -hmm. on the receiving end, somebody says just that, mm -hmm. let me, mm -hmm. let me help you understand that. Cause that's yeah. what I have to do here with yeah. mental health. Let me help um, you understand. So and let me understand. Right. Yeah. But these I, are things we need to understand. Right. There's so much, like, there's so much power in just saying, I don't know, <laughs> you know, and, and there's so much vulnerability and strength with that. Yeah. So, because so thank how much you. is there um, that we don't, right? <laughs> we don't know. Right. Yeah. And that would make things so much like easier. Right. Yeah. So much, so much more um, digestible. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and you, and you know, don't have to like what they're going to say. You don't have to, to, you know, agree with it, but now right. you can at least, now there's a re at least a reason why you don't, you know, if that's mm. the case, or you might be surprised and go, you know what? That made a lot of sense. And I don't know what I was thinking, you know, mm -hmm. like you just didn't give yourself a chance to, Give that. yourself the um, option, yeah. right? Be kind so, to yourself and give yourself yeah. the option. The yes, no, maybe, <laughs> right? Um, and you know so what drives me, yeah. right? What drove me to say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna try to do that," right? Is that, or one of the things that is that's driving me is, um, and let me preface this with. Um, I do not have a, a, a Jesus complex, right? I am no Messiah. I am no savior. I am one of many people around the planet driven by a similar thing, right? And that thing is to normalize, right? In the minds of the folks, normalize the presence of folks like myself, right? On one hand, it's annoying because literally I'm just a human uniquely yeah. configured, 
Right. As we all are. Right. Uniquely. Like, I I don't believe there's such a thing as a special human. Right. Because if there was a special human, then each of us would be a special human. But what we are is uniquely configured. Like, none of us has an identical, um, what is that, fingerprint. Right. And none of us has an identical tone to our voice. Right. We each have our own specific tone, our own specific fingerprint. With that said, I think it is safe to assume to like accept ish, maybe even the idea that perhaps we are each uniquely configured because even within the trans community, right, there's such a diversity. Yeah. Right. Like there's no one of us are the same. Right. Yeah. Like there are, I mean, it, there are like that there's a diversity there. Um, there's even a maintenance of certain ideologies, right? Hurtful as they may be, even within this community, right? It's a yeah. community that contains Asian folks, Black folks, white folks, Latino folks of all the varieties, right? Right? Yeah. Um, and what's my point? My point is just that <laughs> like, a, like a rose garden, right? Like there's a rose, there's gorgeous rose garden in San Diego, right? And to walk through, you see that like if there's not just that one red rose that this beautiful the pretty thing yeah. i mean they come like that they come in a variety of colors they come in a variety of um a combination of colors right they come some like that some are more floppy and flat right right um but so are the humans yeah right? yeah so are the humans and why wouldn't we be right? why wouldn't we be is right, why right? This, this thing that like seems to enjoy a diversified experience, right? Yeah. So with that said, right? <laughs> I one leg is to is to assist in that process of like normalizing the presence of such of folks such as myself, right? Another piece is to say to folks such as myself and other folks that happen to um find themselves under the sound of my voice to say, you're not alone. This shit is hard. Yeah. This living thing, it is hard. Hard. Right? Please don't pay those legislators any mind, unless they're saying something that's going to benefit humans in general. Like, please don't pay them no mind, right? Because, right, I live with my own mental health challenges, right, with my own insecurities, right? Right? Let it just be known that, like, honestly, like, I don't have the time to deal with your insecurities thrust upon me. Right? Like, I don't have the time to deal with your vitriol thrust upon me. Right? And where does it come from? Where is it coming from? Right? It's an idea adopted. Nine times... Ten times out of ten, right? Yeah. Vitriol is an idea adopted, right? And the things that these people are saying, these legislators, it's um, but yet what they're doing is violence. It's violence, right? It's um, we think of violence. I think I think that um, I'm speculating. I'm going to say I'm speculating a little bit, but I think that we think of violence in the way of like physical, right? Sure. Right. Immediately, right? It goes far beyond that. It goes oh, absolutely. Far beyond that, right. And 
I could break a bone and it's gonna hurt, right? But that bone's gonna heal, right? But that bone is gonna heal, arguably, much more quickly than my emotional state. Sure. Heal much more quickly than my mental state, right? I am a person legitimately diagnosed with PTSD, you know? I think we often like associate two folks come in back from wars, right? From Vietnam, from Afghanistan. Yeah, there's another one, right? That we immediately have a, a, a quick association of where that came from. And there's so many different avenues. Right. But what about the war, right? That happens here, right? Yeah. What about the war that like arguably, right? Trans folks are having to deal with that in this moment, right? Yeah. Additionally, like, I am a black person, right? I do not identify as African-American, right? I understand my lineage, right? And I understand my genetic lineage, right? But I have no, other than that, right? My life has no connection to Africa, right? And largely what I am seen in as the world, in the, what I am seen as in the world is a black person, right? And in yeah. fact, you see a black person before you see a trans person. Right. Yeah. So therefore, like how you treat me or don't treat me or think of me or don't think of me, that's the that's the initial problem. Right. Um I grew up in a series of group homes and foster homes. Right. Um I was thrust into that thing, right? Or I was Actually, better yet, it was handed over into that thing by an aunt that was an aunt by marriage, right? Um, and I think that's an interesting you know, thing to note, right? Yeah. Um, because the same aunt eventually um, adopted other children, right? Yeah. Interesting. Which right. was something that required processing, right? Which was okay. something that was um, hurtful, right? Even though I was an adult, right? When these, when the children that were adopted came into the world, I was an adult, right? Um, so why would that be hurtful, though, right? Um, because apparently the family that I, um, you know, that I was born a member to, right, was fairly expansive. Stick around. We'll be right back. This podcast is humbly sponsored by BetterHelp. As a holistic health coach turned mental health advocate, I know the importance of finding the right support. Why? Because I've been battling anxiety and depression for over 10 years, and I know I'm not the only one who struggles with their mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen Talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. All you do is just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you're matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. I say this all not as someone telling you to simply click on another sponsor, but as someone who's been seeing a better health therapist for the past year. I've never felt more valued, respected, and full of hope for my mental clarity than I do with each passing session with my therapist. Join the 3 million plus people, that plus being me, 
who have taken charge of their mental health when experience better health therapists. As a special bonus offer to listeners, you get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. That's betterhelp.com slash fragile moments. Remember, just because you need help doesn't mean you're not worth helping. Right, and um, and even in the city where I'm from, right, had a bit of a name, right? Um, like they weren't like aristocrats or anything like that, like nothing quite fancy and, and glamorous, right? <laughs> but like, but no, right? And um, so I can never quite justify. Well, how did I end Why? up right? Yeah. Like nobody had any room, right? Um, yeah. And. Um, I am a survivor of domestic violence, right? And this started from the time of my childhood, right? And it's another piece, right? We think of domestic violence and we see the wife with the black eye, right? And well, again, <laughs> domestic violence, much like PTSD, is far more expansive. Far more. Um, it happens to children, right? Sure. Um, a variety of... Um, abusive experiences, right? Um, I was not diagnosed until um, 2016, right? So mind you, I spent much of my life, and let me also note that I became, there was one foster home that I was in for a significant period of time, right? For the, for like the, for like a chunk of my upbringing, if you will, right? Yeah. Um, and not only that one, but in that foster home, the physical and the verbal abuse, right? When it started, and I say when it started. But I say when it started, when I say when it started is when I realized it, right? As when you say, it, is, it, is, that, is that where you're going for that? When you realize like what was actually happening, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not even having the ability to um, articulate those things as I do today, right? Yeah. Um, and what did I do, right? I just worked hard to um, to try to get these people to love me, right? And to want yeah. them to be there, right? Right? Um, you know, like, we would go to North Carolina for, like, um, family reunions, but they, but they were their family reunions. They were, they were never mine, right? Yeah. I would go to my so-called aunt's house where my cousins were, but it wasn't my aunt. And those weren't my cousins, yeah. right? And when I say that, I mean that in the way that um, I always felt like an outsider, right? Like I never felt like part of the family, right? And um, like today, I can recognize that, um, well, number one, I never was, right? And number okay. two, there was never necessarily an attempt to make to to have me feel, feel that way. woven in, right? Yeah, um, I was never adopted, right? Um, 
which was another thing that I had to justify, like, or at least attempt to justify, like, in my mind, like, yeah. why don't, like, why don't yeah. I have your name, right? Like, why do I call you this thing, but really you're not that thing. But you're right? not that thing. Like, I can call you mama, but you're really not, right? And you treat yeah. me in a way that reinforces that you are not. Yeah. Right. And you have that awareness too that that's that's kind of what's going on. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of big to feel that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's crazy, right? So I became a runaway when I was fifteen, and um, <clears throat> I went from the city that I was from um, across the country, right? So I went from the East Coast to the West Coast, right? Snuck on a Greyhound bus and didn't get found out until um, Texas. I'll never forget in my life until Texas. And there was a significant number of miles between where I came from and Texas, right? Um, I ended up going back because I freaked and I was just like, well, I don't know what to do, right? So I ended up going back. I called, collect, and was just like, uh, 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 uh. And um, I got put on a bus and there was a whole series of events and then I went back, right? But here's what really stands out in that period of time um, was that nobody's ever asked me why I did that. Right. Right. Nobody ever asked me why I did that. And I got all kinds of, um, well, if you do that again, I'm going to pop, 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 do, 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 right? Right. I even had a principal of a high school, because it was in high school, right, at the time, say, if you do that again, we're going to send you to the, um, um, to what was the, the boys' school, right, to the, to the, you know, the delinquent school, right? Yeah. I'm going to name it, uh, Dickies, right? She was like, I'm going to send you to Dickies, right? But here's what I never understood, is why she never asked me why I did that. Right. Yeah. Right. Today, it comes with a loaded answer. You actually have to. You have to do something when you answer. When you ask that question, why? And you're gonna. You could tell. I'm sure back then you had at least a little bit of awareness too. Well, you know, mandated that question. That answer gets received, and it's like, okay, um, I've got to do more than just, uh, just you know, check a box or put you here. Uh-huh. There's actual work, and we're afraid yeah. to work sometimes. Yeah. Not sometimes, all the time. Heck yeah. Yes, because at that point I was still getting my butt beat, right, with yeah. things that are classifiably um, weapons, right? Yeah. Right. And for a number of years, I mean, it, I had had my fair share of like um, getting my butt beat like a grown person at that point, right? Right. Um, and you can't really, you kind of think I'm a slender person, right? I think. You can't really. <laughs> Um, yes. so you can imagine I was a, I was a green bean, right? Like I yeah. was, right? Yeah. And there's no justification. In middle school, one time, right? went to school with black eye, right? And I told everybody, because we did actually have rabbits at the time. And I told everybody that my eye was black because, of the, because I was chasing the rabbit and the rabbit peed and the pee got in my eye. And that's why that happened. As an adult, I understand the absurdity of that story. but you 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 also at that time were aware of what that could mean by being honest about something you know and fearful of of that 
that that answer that's going to come when you open up. Right? Yeah. It's fear, embarrassment. Right? Like, I can't tell these people I got my butt beat because I'm not supposed to get my butt beat. Right? Yeah. That's not the reason why. Right? But at that time, in my kid's mind, right, as a child, I'm yeah. more embarrassed that this eye is black and I can't have these yeah. people who are already picking on me every day of the week. Right? Right? I have another reason. Have another no weapon in their arsenal. Yeah. Like, I cannot do that. Right? And then the foster parent, I'm just going to say the foster parent, comes up to the school that day. Actually, I don't remember why, but she comes up to the school that day. And um, she says straight in front of the class, I'll never forget it, right? She says straight in front of the class to the teacher, though, um, oh, yeah, I beat his ass. But, you know, I'm a kid, right? So I'm so embarrassed that now the class knows that I, you know, get I'm gonna call what I'm gonna call spankings. Clearly, we're not yeah. right. A little um, bit more of that. Yeah, I'm so embarrassed by that. Right now, I'm yeah. just like, now not only are they gonna pick on me about my clothing, right? Not only are they gonna pick on me about this thing and the other thing, but now they're gonna pick on me about now that. Now they got something now else. Because I can't even didn't I can at that time I didn't have this language right, but in my kid's voice, right? I can't even deny it, but she just told the whole class. Cause she just told the yeah. teacher in front of the class. But in, today, in a day such as this, right? Where I actually, I went to yeah. college, right? I eventually went to college and um, and my little degree is in um, human services, right? Um, so I know about this little thing called mandated reporting. And it just so happens that I even know about that little thing called mandated reporting was in effect at that time. At that time at that time right right so that just really just kind of salt to the wound when i yeah. learned that and i realized that wow crazy yeah. i had no allies yeah right not even the teacher right who happened by the way to look like me and i'm not talking about my woman it's right 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 i'm, <laughs> I'm just saying Whew. right like yeah it, um, So all those moments of, you know, you keep, you know, saying the same thing there that like you, you keep having to ask yourself, you keep forced into the situation of having yourself, well, why, 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 why am I put here? And why don't you feel this way? Or why don't you want to connect me in that way? Or why am I not, why aren't you my mom really, you know, all those moments where you have to constantly being, you know, address the question of why not, you know, how, how has that impacted you? today looking back and and where do you find yourself where did you find the strength i guess the best way to put it to answer that question i guess for yourself eventually and and not be not be embarrassed by the fact that like that was that was somebody else that didn't want to answer that question but you get to now and you get to find value how did you find the strength in that answer eventually you know what i decided one day and it was actually the, the, the thing that drove my decision to go to school um, ultimate, with an ultimate at that time goal to become a social worker was because I yeah. felt like, number one, there's got to be a reason for the series of events that I know is my life. Yeah. There has to be a reason for that beyond, right? Just that people are mean, right? Just beyond that, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah. And folks need to know 
Because you're not alone. The very thing you said, like, early, earlier on, right? You're not alone, right? And I just so happen to not need to know your name or see your face to genuinely and authentically appreciate and love you. And it's, yeah. and it's, and it's, um, organic, um, 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 yeah. form, right? I'm not talking yeah. about like love, how we, how we, like how we use that word and we just sort of toss it around like, oh my God, I love you. Right? No, you don't, you don't even know me. Right? <laughs> but I love you in the agape sense. I love you because the thing yeah. that created me and, uh, um, the thing that created me and amazed me and for whatever reason keeps me on this plane of existence, right? Does also the same thing for you, right? Yeah. How I know that I am a unique configuration, I know that you are too, and that you and within yeah. your unique configuration, you got some stuff in there that only you can do, right? Now, 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 now right? Because yeah. I know you got some tricks in your bag, some cool stuff. <laughs> right? I'm interested in it. Like, and um, I, um, I'm on Instagram, right? And, uh, but I use my Instagram for motivational purposes, right? I'm a self-titled um, motivational um, performance artist, right? So what does that mean, right? What I do, so like I, I'm a vocalist, right? Like I sing, right? Um, um, I'm, I'm an actress, I'm a Christian. Um, I'm motivational, I, I'm motivational. I don't like to say I'm a motivational speaker, but I am. Right, I am. I don't know why I don't like to say that, right? But um, but I am, right? And one of the things yeah. that um, that I think is follow your dreams because they're in there. There's not one human on the planet without a dream, right? At least one, and I would say there's multiple, right? Um, because that dream is yours and yours alone. But that dream, I also believe. Because we're actually just one great big jigsaw puzzle. Somehow, it interlocks with somebody else's dream, and it doesn't. And it doesn't lose value in that interlock, right? Because you gotta, you if you look at a jigsaw puzzle and how they're all how they like that, that's how you are. Like you're your own configuration, and your dream, your dreams are it's are their own configuration they're meant to do this thing because we didn't come yeah. here to be little islands yeah. right and to yeah. do that is you loving you it's you getting to know you because in order to do that yeah. you have to be you authentically and that's hard but it's worth it it is hard it is hard what what, what advice did you did you pick up on or did you hear or or find along the way to be able to say that now because you could very easily have just said you know what nobody seems to care about me i don't care about you either but we don't we don't talk enough about the fact that there are stories that that didn't happen it went the other direction and here's one of them right here what what along the way maybe it was one moment maybe it's a thousand moments cause you to have that that other people are missing you know along their journey in this this universe that could make them go this direction and say you know what those people in my life didn't love me i'm still going to love everybody else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think really um 
I think that it really, I think that, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's many things, really, right? Yeah. I think it is, um, I think it's my ability to blush still. I just turned 48 last month, right? I still blush. I giggle, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, I giggle. I giggle. And sometimes <laughs> I giggle like somebody will say something or a certain thing will, you know, happen. And I will giggle out loud. Like, it will just be like, <laughs> like it will just come out. Like, I can't really replicate, <laughs> but it will just come out, right? But I, I reflect on that, that ability to be able to do that, yeah. right? Um, transitioning, right? Because it's not a choice, right? Because one day I, Nay, was just like, to my former, was just like, hun, I'm emerging. That's what's happening. I'm emerging. And, and mm. you know, you're going to either go with it or I'm going to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you, but it's going to hurt. It's like, um, it's like when the baby's ready to come, the baby's ready to come. And if you don't let that baby out, think it, baby's going to hurt you. Baby's not going to intend to. Yeah. But baby's gonna hurt you because yeah. baby's ready to come out. You cannot, you can't stop the labor. And this is coming from a person that's not have children. Does not, it's not a parent. Right? I got a little doggy, right? Not at all the same, right? Um, but you cannot stop. You could try if you so choose, right? That's the, well, that's where the choose, that's where the choosing comes in, right? You don't choose to be what you are, right? You either you choose to allow or you choose to disallow. Right. Um, and in my choosing to allow, right. And of the negative experiences that I've had, right. Overwhelmingly, I've been affirmed. Right. Overwhelmingly, I've been affirmed. Right. Um, I lost my job back in the summer because I was, um, basically, I was targeted, right, by a staff person. And actually by, um, actually by the founder, right, of the organization that it worked for, right? And they each um, concocted falsehoods, right? Um, every time I say falsehood, something in me wants to say, why don't you just say they both told lies, right? But, um, but I like to say they each concocted falsehoods. And um, that was just hurtful, right? Because... Right. You, cho- you have chosen literally to attack me without provocation, right? Because yeah. literally, the only thing that you could call the provoking element was my presence. And that's just not... That's just not a provoking thing. And if yeah. it is, right, if it is, yeah. then the necessary inquiries aren't mine. Yeah. They aren't mine, right? And um, anyway, right? Um, but it's it's a it's a it's a <clears throat> it's a lot of things, right? It's my ability to, and don't get me wrong, like I still have my days where I'm like, oh my gosh, humans, oh, <laughs> like I love you, but I hate you. Like you're just yeah. you're so mean, yeah. right? I still have those days, right? I still have to navigate that. Right. I'm a person legitimately um, diagnosed. In fact, that was my psychiatrist. Right. Um, with um, um, the depressed, something depressive um, disorder, major depressive disorder. Right. 
Um, and this is the thing that I navigate on a daily basis. Yeah. Right? Right? And there's um, those thoughts. Right? Because here's what it is. Here, here, here's the other piece, right? It's because in my journey, what I've learned is that these experiences, they affect your wiring. Sure. It's not just that something happened and that you just need to get over it, right? It's it's literally affected your wiring, sure. right? Right? Like we have to be mi- mindful of like, especially abuse to children, right? Because like abuse as a child at a time when this thing, right, inside of here, right, it's weaving itself That's together. Right. Now, granted, it continues to do that, right? All through your life, right? Yeah. But we should be mindful of how we're treating the children, right? Because when you hurt a child, right, you have you are literally affecting their weaving process. Yeah. Right. And um, so you know, there are many. I think, I think that, I think that I know better yet what drives me is entirely multi-pronged, right? But, right, but, and let me just toss into the bag, right, that um, it's been over a year now, right? But um, I attempted to take my own life, right? I did, I did, and, um, Luckily, I was unsuccessful, unsuccessful, right? Um, and clearly, I was unsuccessful. Um, and thankfully, thankfully, yeah. And thankfully, right, right, um, and thankfully. And some things occurred to me post. Right? I went to a hospital, and I stayed in the hospital for some time. Um, but post the hospital is when, like, certain enlightenments um, really came to the fore, right? One being that your life is not your own to take, right? Yeah. Um, and you are a light for a reason, and you need to go do that, right? You need to let Nay out, right? <laughs> because it wasn't me, actually. It was my former. Look at that. Yeah. Let me just be clear. Um, as schizophrenic as that may sound, right? But, um, um, but it was an enlightening... Post, but you know what? I'm gonna call the whole thing an enlightening um, experience, right? Um, because it also said, right? It's like it it it, it highlighted in some sense, no, in a big sense, really, um, that I love you. Yeah. Right. Don't do that no yeah. more because I love you. Yeah. Because I love you, and I understand why you understand why you did that, right? Don't do yeah. that anymore because I love you and you're in the right, right? And you got shit to do, right? <laughs> right? And you can't do that if you're in a box in the ground. So don't do that no more. And I love you, period. That's the love you need the most, right? Yeah. So, so what's my biggest tip? Fill your cup. Fill your cup first. Keep filling that cup, right? And when you get solid in filling your cup, Right. Hopefully to overflowing. That's what we're driving for. That's what we're pushing for. Then you start to take that cup and tip a little bit into somebody else's because that's the other space that we have to get to because it's part of it. Right. And I'm going to wrap my stuff up because much like yourself, I can't go. Right. Um, Our healing 
is not only individual, it is collective. The first step to becoming an ally to transgender and non-binary... The first step to becoming an ally to transgender and non-binary people is to learn more. Thank you for taking that step by listening to Nay. It can be tough for transgender and non-binary people to bear the burden of educating others about their lived experience. This episode should merely serve as an introductory educational resource that covers a wide range of topics and best practices on how to support transgender and non-binary people. Exploring gender can be daunting, but it's also an exciting way to learn about yourself and to express yourself to the world. By learning to support transgender and non-binary people, you can help to create a safer, kinder, more accepting world. Thank you to Nay for taking the time to help others see what it means to be transgender in America today and how we can all be better allies. If you love hearing these stories and want to get them in your ears sooner than later, head over to our newly created Patreon page where you'll receive episodes a week in advance along with the opportunity to support the show and all the work that we do. I'll leave a link for you in the show notes. What's Your Story is produced by me, JD, with background piano music by Chad Lawson. Those beautiful stories, though, well, they're, they're all yours, the listener. So if you've got a story you want to share, you can do so by heading to fragilemoments.org slash tellyourstory. If there's something that resonated with you in today's episode, tag at Story Sharing Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and let me know what you feel. And while you're at it, give What's Your Story a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts when you're done processing all you've heard today so that others can see how important stories like these are to share. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to hearing your story one day, because we all have within us a story to tell, a song yet unsung. <laughs>